Hello everyone, welcome and welcome back to my channel, I'm in. It's gonna be my very first video in 2024. <laughs> wow, it's 2024 now. Um, then I'm gonna bring you a horrifying case that took place a decade ago. Around the 14th of February 2014 in the residential area in Wuzhou city, Guangxi province in China, of course. Several police cars were parked with their red and blue lights flashing. A group of police officers in their thick cotton jackets prying open the manhole covers of the sewage system and vigorously digging in. Wuzhou city in February is only around 10 Celsius degree. I know that sounds okay for many cold countries, but definitely feels very cold for people like me and the citizens living in Wuzhou city. Most of us are used to very warm temperatures, but I bet nobody wanted to work in the sewage under such weather. Anyway, that day, the police were halfway submerged in the stinky water within the sewage. Whenever they saw something, they would fish it right out and take it away. The residents of the community not only didn't mind the unpleasant odor, but they also gathered around the police eyes fixed on everything retrieved from the sewer. Intimidated by the thought of not being the first to hear the latest gossip. Because this tranquil county of Wuzhou city had been thrown into turmoil by an incident in recent days. The whole city was buzzing with rumors about a perverted murderer dismembering bodies and then and flushing them down the toilet. After two days of fishing in this location, the police finally found a suspicious black plastic bag. Inside of it was indeed human body parts. The rumor had sadly turned into reality. But they had no idea was the victim completely dead or was it just part of the body survived? Was the perpetrator a psychopath? Has he been caught? Let's roll it back to 24 hours ago. It was the 13th of February 2014. Lily, a nurse at Wuzhou People's Hospital, had been absent from work for three days. The hospital had to contact her family to know her whereabouts, right? Lily's father was stunned when he received a call from the hospital and felt completely lost about where to begin searching for his daughter. She had always been impeccably well-behaved. Since starting her career, Lily rallied to leave. The nursing job was so demanding, including night shifts, so her life was pretty straightforward, basically revolving around home and the hospital. Even if there were urgent matters, she would always inform her family and workplace in advance. This time, her silent disappearance really gave Lily's father a bad feeling. He frantically called his daughter's phone, but it remained switched off. Hopelessly, he approached Lily's friends and colleagues, questioning them one by one. The replies were consistent. No one had ever seen her. So only the boyfriend was left to inquire about. 
Could it be that Lily has spent the night at her boyfriend's place? You know, the night she disappeared. After a brief thought, the father went ahead and dialed his daughter's boyfriend, James. However, facing the questioning from his potential future father-in-law, James looked oddly confused. His tones didn't sound like an egg at all. Lily was missing, but she hasn't contacted me these past few days either. He said, sounding a bit annoyed. Not getting any useful answers, Lily's father was about to hang up the phone when James spoke up again. What he said next nearly made Lily's father fall off his chair. Have you tried calling Lily's other boyfriend? This statement completely floored Lily's father. So what? His daughter had another boyfriend. He was thinking Lily and James had been in a long-term relationship, even talking about marriage, right? How did she get another boyfriend? Wasn't this a joke? Regaining his composure, Lily's father quickly asked, calmly. James gave him another number. You should try calling him. Lily's father dialed the number. The person on the other end had a magnetic voice, you know, really deep. He was the last person related to Lily, so Lily's father pinned all his hopes on him. However, the response was cold. I don't know. I haven't seen her these past few days either. Without waiting for Lily's father to ask more questions, he hung up. The father was really confused and didn't know what to do, and so he started to search everywhere. Then discovered that Lily didn't bring any clothes or important documents at all, so she couldn't really have gone far, right, under such circumstances. And she didn't look like she wanted to leave. At this point, many details flashed through Lily's father's mind. His daughter had been arguing a lot with her boyfriend James on the phone lately. While、well, he noticed it, something must have happened. In the end, filled with intense unease, Lily's father reported it to the police. He strongly suspected that there was trouble in her relationship with her. Boyfriend, and she might have been confined. Soon, the police found Lily based on the clues that the father gave them, but the discovery shattered Lily's father. After receiving the report of Lily's disappearance, the police followed the clues to her the other boyfriend's place. Remember, the guy James had told the father there's another boyfriend and another phone. Number and place and stuff. They thought it was just a regular visit for questioning. Everything should go smoothly as most of the case, but as soon as the police entered the hallway, they realized they were in trouble. Something was terribly wrong. When the door opened, the investigators were almost knocked out by the overwhelming stench. Simple ensuite bedroom was covered in dried blood stains, and there were blood splatters even inside the shoes at the doorway. When they opened the bathroom door, it was even more chaotic inside. The sewer was somewhat clogged because handling the body had produced a lot of flesh and bone fragments that couldn't be flushed away, and that seems like the case here. 
It was evident that the perpetrator had a very specific target and used extremely cruel ways to deal with the victim. But why? What was going on? In the middle of the night on the tenth of February, a man about one hundred and seventy-five meters tall left his house in a residential area. He was wearing a helmet, and he was walking out. Well, very strange, right? Not many pedestrians would wear a helmet. Anyway, throughout the night, he visited four or five hardware stores in the vicinity. Purchasing several tools, you know, kitchen knives, scissors, and、um, steel pliers, a circular saw blade, and some large rubbish bags. After completing the transactions, he swiftly ran back home, carrying all these goodies. There was a woman quietly lying on his bed. But if you look closer, her chest showed no movement. And if you hear closer. Her heartbeat and breathing had ceased. That guy gently caressed the woman's cheek, as if reluctant to disturb her slumber. Until all of a sudden, the guy took out a saw blade he just brought home, and he started to saw away her limbs. In an instant, blood splattered and bits of flesh flew everywhere. The room was filled with a pungent smell of rust. Now all he wanted was to cut them into smaller pieces. You know, the smaller the better for him to dispose them. Soon enough, he had finished the body. He took out the organs and minced them before flushing them down the toilet. But he couldn't destroy all the bones, especially the big ones, right? You know, the bones in calf, hip, chest, and spines. So he packed them all and planned to ditch these bags to several different places, just so no one could have it all and able to ID her. But when he got to deal with her head, he hesitated. This face still remains as clean and tidy appearance, as if she was still in a sleep. In the end, he didn't go ahead and damage the woman's head. Instead, he cradled it. And admired it. However, his body wouldn't help but tremble. A sense of sorrow emerged from the man's innocent deer-like eyes. Soon after, a kind of remorse appeared on his harmless-looking face, quite perplexing. It was as if the person who had just dismembered wasn't him, but another hidden personality. The only truth was the blood splatter on his face. Finally, the man had to put a separated head into a garbage bag. When sealing it, his gaze still carried on undeserved depth of affection. Was he acting, or was there some other reason that made him to do this? You know, what if he didn't really want to hurt her? A year in 2013, Lily and her boyfriend James had moved past the honeymoon phase of their relationship. After six years together, the excitement in their relationship had faded, and they had grown too comfortable with each other. You know the feeling in a long-term relationship. It was at this time that Lily 
discovered a new feature on WeChat called "The People Nearby," through which colleagues in her department were connecting. It had become quite a trend at the time. Being in her early twenties, she found it intriguing and fun, so she joined in. Soon, she encountered someone online who clicked with her. The guy was around her age and single. She didn't know much about his occupation, but he always quickly responded to all of her messages. Moreover, he had a great sense of humor and effortlessly used trendy internet slang, making Lily burst into laughter. Lily enjoyed chatting with him more and more, feeling that he liked her too. The man liked how open and honest Lily was. When she was happy, she would laugh out loud, and when she was angry, she would express it without holding back. She was always genuine and down to earth. Her youthful charm was different from the sophisticated girls he had encountered in his circle. At least that's how he claimed. Initially, they were just online friends passing the time together. However, as Lily's relationship with James deteriorated, the nature of things gradually changed. Lily's focus shifted more towards the WeChat guy. She began sharing every tiny disagreement with James with this online friend. At first, it was just venting, but eventually, it turned into pure complaints. At this point, the guy asked her, "Would you like to be with me then?" Faced with an uninteresting boyfriend and the allure of a new passion, Lily hesitated for a moment and made a choice. Little did she know that this decision would lead her down an irreversible path. Turns out, half a year ago, Lily hesitated when faced with a sudden. Confession from an online friend named Ye Kang. They had been chatting online for over a year, and they were quite familiar with each other. In the early days of their acquaintance, Ye Kang took the initiative to suggest meeting up on the weekends. The meeting pleasantly surprised Lily, as Ye Kang's appearance perfectly matched her preference for thick eyebrows and big eyes. At that time, Lily was going through a tough period in her life. She was having arguments and cold wars with her boyfriend, and the work pressure in the nursing department was enormous. She needed relaxation. Ye Kang promptly filled the emptiness in Lily's life. She was able to schedule meetings with Ye Kang by taking advantage of literally every single opportunity. In the beginning, they are. Get-togethers were pretty dull, and all they really did was to eat, which was Lily's favorite thing to do. Lily was a girl who would cheer up at the mention of rice noodles, and Ye Kang willingly accompanied her to explore various restaurants in Wuzhou City, enjoying food and drinks. They truly matched the term soulmates. When he was with her to explore the food, he understood her no matter what she said, supported her unconditionally in whatever she wanted to do, and even sacrificed his personal life to be with Lady. However, his profession was just that of a delivery driver. 
riding a small electric scooter. He didn't earn much. Moreover, he didn't have his own place. His parents were divorced, and he squeezed into a relative's house. These conditions were worlds apart from those of a nurse working in a top-tier hospital. Surprisingly, he was exceptionally persistent. Lily's job was demanding, and she couldn't always have her meals on time. Ye Kang made sure to cast him every single meal for Lily, delivering them through wind and rain, ensuring she never missed a meal. The way to a person's heart is through their stomach. It's universal for both men and women. Good-looking, compatible, and treating her well. In today's terms, he was a perfect simp. Finally, Lily couldn't resist Ye Kang's efforts. She broke up with her boyfriend and chose to be with Ye Kang. Both of them thought this was the beginning of happiness. Until Ye Kang proposed for marriage. At the beginning, Ye Kang and Lily indeed enjoyed a fairy tale-like period. A fulfilling job, a girlfriend in his arms. Could life get any sweeter? Just when their relationship was blossoming, Ye Kang took the opportunity to propose, thinking it would deepen their bond. Without realizing it, the proposal meant to. Make their love stronger, ended up pushing Lily away even more. Ye Kang noticed that Lily's responses to his messages were no longer as enthusiastic as it was before. If she didn't have time to check WeChat or forgot to reply, she surely would ignore his calls for, like, forever. As the saying goes, when things go unexpectedly, there must be something fishy. Sure enough, after repeated questioning from Ye Kang, Lily finally confessed. She was still entangled with her supposedly ex-boyfriend James. This revelation was like a knife stabbing into Ye Kang's heart. Lily opened up to Ye Kang and told him how tired she was feeling. She explained that she had been with James for over six years, and the emotions ran deep. It was impossible to break up abruptly, especially since their parents were still in contact. Even if they were to part ways completely, it would take much longer time than she would want. Angry and unsure, Ye Kang confronted Lily and asked for a clear plan to deal with this、um, chaotic situation. It's either to be with him or they broke up for good. You know. Just so she could go back to James, but Ye Kang was taken aback by Lily's、um, suggestion. She wanted to have a love triangle. You know, she suggested continuing the relationship with Ye Kang, while pretending to be with James only to appease their parents. Over time, things would naturally progress. And she would introduce the account to her parents later, as things going on. That's what she told him. This mind-boggling proposal was initially rejected by Ye Kang. However, he was just helplessly into Lily, especially when he saw how Lily was deceived James on her WeChat. 
you know, just to be with him, Ye Kao thought it was law. It satisfied him psychologically, seeing that she was cheating on James with him. So he agreed, transitioning from the above ground to the down low in their relationship. As long as Lily was still with him, everything was worthwhile. That's what he had told himself for the while. The three of them embarked on a tumultuous journey that lasted a year. However, Yeka's feelings of inferiority only intensified, as he couldn't help but keep comparing himself to Lily. He only had a high school education, and his income was unstable. His job as a delivery driver was both tiring and demanding, with long hours. On the other hand, Lily was a nurse. Despite her work hours are also long, her career was well respected, and her parents loved her so much. While Ye Kang didn't really see his own father a lot, he hardly remembered how it felt to have parents' love. Plus, James, the other guy, was wedged in the middle. He kind of felt like he wasn't up to Lily's standard. The timing was right to take a step back when he thought of these comparisons. Right? If he had caught it at the time, it ended up being best for everyone involved, and prevented further tragedy. But Yekang refused. Yekang worked hard to gain Lily's approval in order to narrow the gap between their、um, situations. He lowered his stance, becoming Lily's personal servant. You know, Lily loved dressing up and would often buy lots of tempting things, which led to her spending too much money. So Ye Kang would step in and offer her all of his monthly income just so she could splash it to anything she wanted. Lily loved delicious food. So Ye Kang searched internet for great recipes and cooked them perfectly just for her. Lily complained about the cold while wearing those shoes in winter, so he spent a long time on shopping apps trying to find a warm pair of shoes for her. While apart from the salary spending thing, these were all normal things in the relationship, weren't they? But Ye Kang was a master at self pity. He felt he was being overly attentive and giving her too much. In reality, it was just all he could afford. He thought to himself, "I've given my all. Lily should be devoted to me as well, right?" Determined to win this competition by doubling his efforts to please Lily, Ye Kang ignored the reality. Lily's deceitful actions towards James increased. The scales tilted back and forth in the tug of war between the three. The initial agreement was solely to handle her ex-boyfriend James, but as time went on, Ye Kang just couldn't fool himself any longer. He realized that Lily was playing both sides, deceiving not only James but also himself. She was walking a tightrope between the two of them. Ye Kang noticed that her attention towards him was slowly fading away. Recently, she wasn't even patient during their time together, openly texting James in front of him. Ouch! And talk about a small world. 
So our story today is like one of those crazy coincidences you could have read. James and Ye Kang, aside from being romantic rivals, are actually old elementary school classmates. They knew each other. Yep, they go way back. Childhood friends turned into rivals. Life can be a real plot twist sometimes, right? So Ye Kang often softly probed James to find out Lily's whereabouts. Then is inevitably. He slowly realized that he was being more and more lied to. Despite feeling uncomfortable, Ye Kang endured and continued to be a qualified simp. He thought, who else could bear this better than me? He got to pretend like he didn't know when everything was going as usual, continued to sweet talk and cuddle Lily. Little did he know, all of these efforts wouldn't win her back. Lily visited Ye Kang's rental place on the evening of the 10th of February 2014. This time, Ye Kang had been waiting for Lily for a long time and greeted her with a big smile. And out of the blue, Lily casually asked, This is getting um, really boring. How about we break up? Ye Kang was shocked. Of course, he refused. Lin didn't say a word after that. Ye Kang made her a delicious supper and the two rested. The next day, Ye Kang went out for deliveries, his job. He even specially returned home at noon to cook lunch for Lily before continuing his work in the afternoon. So at 4 p.m., when Ye Kang finished his deliveries and asked Lily to go out for dinner, unexpectedly, Lily was already dressing up. At the vanity table, looking like she was about to go out. Ye Kang was really surprised. Are you going out? Lily didn't answer, humming a tune while fixing her hair. Ye Kang didn't dare to interfere too much with Lily, so as usual, he weakly almost begged, What time will you come back tonight? While this question completely exhausted Lily's patience. She dropped a comb and told Ye Kang word by word, I will not come anymore. She even told Ye Kang not to contact her again, suggesting an amicable separation. It was at this moment that Ye Kang realized the breakup wasn't a casual suggestion from Lily. She meant it. Ye Kang attempted to argue, but to his surprise, Lily, once sweet and pleasant, turned into a shuro. She began insulting Ye Kang with extremely offensive words. Each word was a step to the heart. Can you give me what I want? Innocently, Ye Kang replied. Haven't I given you everything? The companionship, warmth, love. Lily rolled her eyes, sneering. No house was the warmth. No money was the use of companionship. Are we going to live on a shoestring? Do you know James has already bought me a property? Once we got registered for marriage, that property will be in my name. Stop bothering me. Will you? After a string of accusations, Ye Kang's 
long buried inferiority was suddenly ignited. In fact, he had discussed marriage with his family before. Ye Kang's sister had a reaction similar to Lily's. First, you need to take care of yourself. Maybe it's hard to swallow, but the advice from his sister sounded like a mix of sarcasm and mockery to Ye Kang. It undoubtedly intensified the uneasiness and self-doubt buried deep within him. At this point, Lily's decision was clear. Ye Kang sat on a chair, painful and despondent, silent for a long time. He couldn't understand and questioned Lily. Are you playing me for a fool? We've been together for a year and you just decided to break up, trampling on my dignity. I've always had these lousy conditions. If you couldn't accept them from the beginning, why did you even get together with me? But Lily's response was that she kept talking about how great James was and even concluded that Yekan was in no comparison to James. The mention of the romantic rival fueled Yekan's anger even more. After all, initially, he brainwashed himself, believing that James was the third world in this relationship, as the one not loved is the third world in his mind. But turned out, now the joke was on him. Lily's words hurt deeply as they left her mouth, causing a painful wound within him. Meanwhile, Lily seemed unconcerned and grossed in her phone as she tapped away at the screen and let out a carefree giggle. And to Ye Kang, he felt like that was blunt and disdain. Ye Kang was completely blinded by anger. Seeing Lily's flushed face and her raised neck because of the heated quarrel they had, he grabbed her by the neck and choked her hard. Lily was startled and resisted desperately, and both of them fell to the floor. But a woman's strength cannot compare with that of a man, let alone a lunatic who has lost his mind. Ye Kang flipped her over and used a kneeling posture to press down on her. He grazed her neck tightly with both of his hands, even witnessing his love with, with this phase of desperation. He ignored. Even hearing his love was begging and apologizing, he ignored. At this moment, all he could think was Lily's non-stop fault-finding. Ye Kang was unaware of how much time had passed, but when he finally regained his senses, Lily was gone. Ye Kang hurriedly let go of his hands and bounced up from the floor. As he regained consciousness, he nervously reached out to feel for any sign of breathing from Lily, but there was no breath at all. Only then did Ye Kang realize the fact that he had strangled Lily to death with his own hands. Things were getting out of his control. He didn't want Lily to die, but he couldn't seem to control his actions. Ye Kang spent quite a long time to space out. When he finally grabs some idea, it was that the police should not be allowed to discover the body, otherwise it's all over. 
Therefore, he brought home dismemberment tools and plant to dismember the body that I um, have described the process in the previous chapter. Ye Kang couldn't sleep for four consecutive nights. During the day, he had to pretend to go to work as if nothing had happened. And at night, he worked nervously on the same thing, you know, to take her apart. When Lily's father made the first call, Ye Kang was dismembering Lily. Therefore, his tongues was rushed and cold. The second call was from James. If Lily's father's voice could still make Ye Kang feel a bit guilty, then James' call simply added fuel to the fire. After he hung up the phone, he vented his anger on Lily's body again. He put part of the dismembered body into a plastic bag and threw it into the sewer. Part of it was delivered during the day and thrown into a garbage disposal plant far away from the city. Part of it was taken to his father's place. Yep. Ye Kang would ask his father to cook and dispose the body parts for him. Then he cut up some of these um, organs and flushed them down the toilet. During the meantime, he never thought there were so much parts of a human needed to be dealt with. He felt exhausted. As the dust settled, it dawned on him the gravity of his actions. In the following days, whenever there was any movement in the corridor or the phone rang, his hair stood on end and he was really nervous. Living through such tense days is really unbearable. So when the police finally checked him down, he immediately confessed. Rather than feeling stressed, he felt calm and relieved. Ye Kang was quickly taken to court in Wuzhou city for intentional murder. He confessed to all his crimes without hesitation. Before the trial, the police investigated Ye Kang's past records and made an unexpected discovery. This guy actually had a criminal record. Well, it turns out Ye Kang had a few years of being a male escort when he was a teenager. His parents ran a chain of restaurants, keeping them so busy that they had no time for him. So he grew up lacking love. Later on, his father developed a gambling addiction and squandered the family fortune. From then on, the family fell into complete decline. When poverty comes in at the door, love flies out of the window. His parents had a big fight and his mother promptly divorced and remarried in Hong Kong, taking his sister with her. As for Ye Kang, he was left in the care of relatives, leading a life dependent on others. In 2002, Ye Kang worked in Henan province and got involved in a knife incident due to relationship troubles, resulting in a conviction of one year and six months for intentional injury. Looking at it this way, Ye Kang is truly a man who grew up liking love to the point of becoming psychologically disturbed. His what psychologists might call an emotional violence junkie. He not only didn't know how to love himself, but also lacks 
the capacity to love others. The tragic outcomes of two similar relationship entanglements served as proof. In his utopian vision, there's a perfect set of parents and wife, like Lily. Because his ideal was shattered, he chose to destroy that woman if he couldn't have her. On the twenty-fourth of July, twenty-fourteen, the first child took place. The mutilated body parts were all photographed and documented as evidence for the court's conviction. In the courtroom, Lily's father broke down in tears, and Lily's relatives and friends had red eyes. As for Ye Kang, he openly confessed to his crimes without any concealments, calmly accepted judgment. By that time, more than half a year had passed since he committed the crime. Ye Kang's fate was sealed in the judgment seat, but the prison was already gone, and no punishment could turn back time. The Wuzhou Intermediate People's Court ultimately found Ye Kang guilty of intentional homicide, citing his heinous actions, severe consequences, and prior criminal record. Therefore, Ye Kang was sentenced to death. Lily's story is enough to be a painful lesson for the public. If a person can give up all their self-esteem, life may not mean much to them either. Once you are in too deep, it can be hard to get out without causing problems, or even making things worse. Moreover, in today's era of fast-paced romance, attitudes towards relationships are constantly changing. Everyone wants to have their upper hand in love, manipulate the other person. But they overlook the most fundamental way of cheating love, which is being honest with oneself and responding sincerely to others. Anyway, our story for the day ends here. Thanks for watching, and I will see you in my next video. Bye.